You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I think it's funny. I think it's funny to start recording when Patrick is not here yet. He uh, he, he just logged into Zoom we're in the same meeting, so I started recording, but he's not there. So it just it popped on. Uh, but I'm just looking at a, I'm just looking at an empty couch, with plants. It looks like a casting couch, although I see I see a switch sitting on the couch, which means uh, this is uh, more of a sexless dungeon uh, than it is uh, a room where any uh, type of uh, sexual activity takes place. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Um, you understand. You understand the concept. Uh, the show is called Worst Possible Timeline. We've been doing it for a while. Uh, Patrick, I assume, will be joining sh- uh, shortly, so I'm just going to speak off the cuff. Um, you know, I bet some people listen to the show, and I bet they think, like, you know, kind of annoying you know the way in the, in which they uh these two these two gentlemen um discuss the culture war every week essentially essentially speaking i mean sometimes sometimes we don't go uh at it quite in that in those terms uh maybe it's just you know maybe it's just current events you know maybe it's just the things that are going on in the world not necessarily culture worry but for for the sake of uh what I'm about to say, let's, let's say that, um, people presume that we're culture warriors of some sort, which we're not, but let's presume that some people think that, um, you know, if, if that's not your thing, you know, I mean, like maybe, maybe they think it's maybe we're a little hypocrites because as much as we admonish the, uh, the culture war, maybe we engage in it also by just entertaining it. Um, I don't know if I subscribe to that, but it's something I could see somebody saying, um, what I will say is we're going to talk about that video game and uh, I forget the name of it. What's the name of the video game that sucks? Uh, I just watched uh, like a six minute long YouTube video about how bad it is um, for woke for soak for sake forsaken for something. I bet if I just type in forspoken, there it is. I just typed in the first three letters and there it was. We're going to talk about it. And I don't know if that's, maybe that's not quite culture war. It's maybe it's uh, a little bit more niche because it's, it's uh, video games, you know? Um, But it is, I think it's fair to say it's an extension of culture war politics. Um, And uh, I don't know a lot about this game. It seems like it sucks. It seems like YouTubers are really upset about it, which is very funny to me because it's like, People act like it's the first time something that sucks has ever been made, you know? Um, I, I guarantee you can go throughout uh, time and space, throughout the uh, the history of mankind and, and media creations, and uh, whether it's books or movies or television shows, um, things 
have sucked in every time period. Things people have put out shitty books in the 1800s. They put them out in uh, the year 1000. Uh, they they put out a uh, piece of turd. Um, um, you know, I mean, video games are more of a modern advent, but I can guarantee you that there were bad video games in 1980, just as there is in 2020, 20, 20, 25, 26, 27, 28. Um, so what do I have to say about this game? It looks like ass, but I guess my point is, I don't know how much this ass of a video game is gonna <laughs> gonna destroy the world uh is gonna bring us down as a species as a people as uh you know there's there's all there's there's gonna be bad things forever we don't have to make half hour long youtube videos about it it's not necessary people seem <laughs> in pretty agree in pretty pretty unified agreement that this game is ass um but maybe i'm wrong Maybe and maybe perhaps that's where the culture war uh, stems from. This one specific topic. Now you might be saying, "Hey, Eric, there's about a gazillion other uh, important things to address. Maybe, maybe there's important things going on in this world." And I have no doubt that if you were to say that, you'd be absolutely correct. There, this is so. Uh, this is so frivolous. It's stupid. It's really not worth talking about. But this isn't Pod Save America. This is not Al Jazeera. This is a show called Worst Possible Timeline. It's hosted by two guys who are not equipped to talk about serious things, even though we do sometimes. And that's what's fun about it. You understand? I don't, you know, I don't have to explain the show because you get it. Um, but we're talking about Forspoken. And uh I'm not even informed enough to really talk about it. But let's let's take a let's let's look at a IGN.com. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not going to watch a review or read a review, but I just would like to know where we're at. Oh, there it is. Forspoken. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this looks like it got a bad review. This is the, the header of this is uh, some things are better left unsaid. Uh, I don't think that's flattery. Okay, final final IGN review. It gets a six, which is in their in their ranking system. It's okay. Forspoken's flashy combat and parkour can be fun, but they aren't enough to make its cliche story and bare bones open world very interesting to explore. Okay, so like I feel like that really kind of says it all. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything left to say. And you know what I'm realizing now, about uh, I don't know five minutes into my spiel here, is that. <laughs> There's probably a lot of people that listen to the show. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They don't know what the fuck I'm saying at all. So if that's the case and you're one of those folks, I'm sorry. I hope this hasn't been terribly uninteresting for you. I don't know where Pat is. He's still uh, he's still off. He, I, so Like I said, I can see his switch sitting on the couch. I know he's not playing Fortnite. Um, oh, oh, here he is. Here he is. Oh, he's got sunglasses on. What do you think he's up to? Are you there? Patrick is connecting to audio. Pa oh, Patrick connected to audio. Can you hear me? Hey, everybody. It's your pal Eric here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. 
Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Two-minute meals fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factors meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you needed by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash worstpossible50, that's worstpossible50, and use code worstpossible50 to get 50% off. That's code worstpossible50 at factormeals.com slash worstpossible50 to get 50% off. It's half off, people. Come on. Go to factormeals.com now and use our promo code worstpossible50. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring the show. Uh, Ken, there he is. I started I started recording without you. I was giving everybody a little preamble about uh, Forspoken. <laughs> Listen, Forspoken, it's like almost... It's not even low hanging fruit. It's just stupid. It's just like to comment on it. It like brings us to the lowest level of, of uh, media commentators. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, everybody, you know, your friend that thinks Saturday Night Live is funny. <laughs> they made a game for that person. <laughs> and and uh, now they could, they, they don't have to play games that, you know, might be written by adults. They, they chat GPT finally wrote a game. Right. Chat GPT. Maybe to give people a, a break of some sort, because I, I, I've basically been talking for f- at least five minutes or so about Forspoken and then had the realization that maybe there's probably a good amount of our listeners that don't know what the fuck at all we're talking about. Um, but you yeah, okay, summed so it up, yeah, you summed it up pretty well. It's a PlayStation exclusive. It's also available on PC, but not Xbox. It's it's uh, by the people. It's Square Enix. It's a uh, it's a. Uh, uh, I, I don't even know. It's it, it's one of those games that like tries to build as many force fields against criticism as possible. Where it's like we have a black female lead. Don't don't tell us our game is terrible. Uh, you know we're uh, we got a black female lead. Don't point out very obvious criticisms of the game. And then it did everything that a shady game does. It uh, didn't give out any uh, review codes ahead of time, right? Yeah, review uh, embargo review embargo that was uh really tight for the reason that like oh wait this is going to be divisive now here's the thing this idea that uh there's so it's characters talking nonstop. uh high on life just did this and uh what's important to remember is that game got a lot of criticism too uh i don't think the uh, the character is a young woman i think think the in the, forespoken the, the yeah that's right no no in uh high on life i think it might oh, also it, be I, I really think, uh, yeah I, I don't know i think whatever it's a it's mostly a fucking gun that just talks to you high um, on life is is morty yes it's it's the it's the morty uh he shoots a gun and the gun uh dms 16 year olds <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, imagine, listen, I just want to know what's true. Somebody confirm these DMs. You know what I mean? They're just, I just want to know that there's still dudes out here like this. <laughs> and like, of course, of course, our female listeners are going to be like, yeah, of course, the singer of uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the guy that's like inappropriate. I'm talking about the guy who's inappropriate when you're young and also really successful. Mm. <laughs> and is like really risk because here's the thing you got to remember the majority of like what we'd call bad behavior boys, high risk individuals, they, they're playing at a time in their life. Like, they they don't understand what it is to have anything, so they don't understand what it is to lose anything. Justin Roiland, some of the time he was sending these fucking DMs, was a very successful person. And I'm just curious. I mean, he's got to be. He's got to be a serious abuser of cocaine. I cannot see any other. Either that or he's got like a impulse control problem of the type that's going to require hospitalization. You know what I mean? Like inpatient shit for the rest of his life. Because <laughs> you don't just DM people. Uh, what's up, you hot slut? What, when are you going to go into sex slavery? Because that's all 16 year olds like to do. Uh, is do sex and do, do sex and slavery. Uh, LOL. Uh, word that I called people in fourth grade. You know what I mean? It's it's like yo, that's that's an insane that's insane behavior when you have something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's crazy is because like so those DMs were 2015, and I was like, no, Rick and Morty wasn't a show yet. Yo, Rick and Morty started in 2013. That was 10 years ago. <sighs> it's the I'm the uh, I'm gonna kill myself. Listen, I, it's a long time, but. I'm just saying when you have it was 20 when was the Szechuan sauce? Oh god, 2016? Okay, so you know what? I'm not saying it's he's not excused for this weird behavior, but he didn't have the Szechuan sauce yet. You know what I mean? He didn't know what it was to risk everything. Right. Well, no one I mean when did canceling become a thing? You know what I mean? Like people back then we didn't 2015 oh. we presumed there were no consequences for our actions. Okay, you know what? That's a good point. Maybe he tightened it up since then. Maybe who knows? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he sent other wild boys. The wife, boy, be, the wild wife boy beating would, would would say no. You know, if he's guilty of that one, I'd say no. That's bad behavior. Very bad behavior. Yeah. Pre- presuming his, his guilt uh, in this instance, but we don't have to relitigate Morty. We did that already. Morty's old yeah, news. We, it's bad done. news, everybody. We we condemn Morty to death. Yeah, yeah. We if we we saw him on the street, we'd shoot him and we'd kill him because we hate him so much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what you do with with guys you hate. Yeah, exactly. You wipe them off the board, off the map. This existence is call of duty. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's uh it's it's all forespoken all the time. No, we don't have to do that. It's yeah. And I was saying that it's just bad art has existed since cave paintings, right? Someone back in the year 20,000 BC did a cave painting that was so shitty that it was the forespoken of its time. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't have oh, to yeah. hyper focus on on sh- and make twenty minute long YouTube videos where we're like, "What a piece of shit!" Ah! Uh, I disagree. I love those. They're pretty fun. They are pretty fun. I, I love them. I love cringe <laughs> comps. I love all this shit. I, I live for it. 
But um, like th- this attitude that every time like a shitty game or a shitty movie comes out, it's like this is we're over as a people because this got made. I don't know. I don't think oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think we'll be fine with the for the game that nobody will remember in uh, twelve hours. I think I think we'll probably make it through this. <laughs> yes, precisely. So what what else do we have then to talk about? Did you did you make one of your your infamous lists? I didn't make a list. Let's see what I had on the. If I have a little bit of a docket, a friend is uh, just texting me to is asking me to do. It's uh, interesting that this should happen. Um, the other day on Instagram, we were talking about if I should do cameo. Right. And I was saying that I was invited, but don't feel I'm enough of a celebrity. That is how yep. I feel. But for the second time in 12 months, I've been asked to do a cameo, not on cameo. Uh, so according to this, I would have made $40. All right. We did We did little cameos on, on Patreon a while back. Uh, a patreon.com says worst possible timeline. We don't offer that anymore. Because I mean, yeah. tip us, tip us, and I'll do it for sure. Yeah, it felt stupid. I think, well, definitely a few people. Uh, Patreon's the wrong model for that sort of thing because it's a sort of it's a monthly charge, and we're not going to send you monthly cameos. But uh, I mean, yeah. for the right money, I will. Really, um, monthly cameos for the right money to take five minutes and and like sing a gibberish song. What if I just was like, you know, like people by week by month four, I'm just like. Vincent Gallo, concrete bombs. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going through my Wikipedia. Hold on, let me let, let, let me see my Wikipedia bookmarks. Uh, Liberia, <laughs> 1972 Harlem Mosque incident. Oh, classic. <laughs> Let's see. Full, uh, Course of Empire paintings, the immortal 1970 TV show. <laughs> but see, but see, here's the issue: is like, say you have to, you say you're obligated to send uh, monthly uh, cameos to someone, but now times that by like a hundred people that subscribe. I mean, if it's for the right money, I'll do it. Listen, just, I think you would need to make like a spreadsheet, like you would. Uh, yeah, just that's keep, true. That's you know, true. keep track to everybody and their contact at it. You know, and it's like. As soon as you miss one, there's fucking hell to pay, and you're a guy that tours a lot, so that's true. That's should we true. should uh, we Transmax? What what's up with that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Transmaxing might make it so trans is uncool, uh, which which would be good for my career, honestly, but not <laughs> probably not good for trans people. Um, uh, I don't know. I think Transmaxing might be like the jump the shark moment for trans people unless they get it under control. You think? Uh, well, what about what about uh, uh, George Santos? They can't get enough of this guy. Okay, let me give two perspectives real quick on right. on Transmax. As I've oh, said, okay. the ar- the argument for uh, uh, the rational argument for gay rights slash trans rights slash whatever uh, any of these sort of sexual expression, gender identities, as I've said on this podcast like a dozen times. Isn't I was born this way. I'm a victim of circumstance, which is really just turns gayness or transness into a uh, an affliction. Uh, but rather, it, and same for blackness too. It, th- that sort of uh, talk has the same impact on on uh, the way that people might uh, structure blackness. So instead, why not just say uh, I'm a human with bo- body autonomy? And uh, I'll fuck whoever I want, and I will do whatever I want with my uh, my dick and balls. Yeah. And it's a much stronger argument. Um, and I like transmaxing for that reason. 
is that it takes the emphasis off of I was born this way. Uh, please, uh, please treat me like a charity case because everybody, I know that listeners, I get it. That's not what you are saying, but that's what I was born this way means. You might not hear it that way. You might not realize that that's what it's saying, but it's essentially saying, I can't help this thing that's happened to me. Therefore, and I don't think that that's a very strong argument. I don't, th- I mean, it, it works emotionally on like idiot libs that like just are like, I have to, love is love. Like just the person that loves slogans, right? The person that loves platitudes. But on a thinking person, a much stronger argument is I'm an adult. I will do whatever I please. Thank you. Mind your business. That is an argument. Uh, so I think that that's the one uh, to make. And transmaxing in some ways makes that argument. So as corny as it is, and uh, it's very tacky, honestly, if I was trans, I'd be like, oh, Jesus, am I getting dragged into this idiot conversation? But uh, I think it might be the kind of, ju- it might jump the shark in a good way. Let me put it like that. All right, fair enough. I don't know anything about it. I just see people talking about it. Um, <sighs> George Santos, you know about, out. Before we get there, what do you know about concrete bombs or uh, uh, lazy dog bombs? Nothing. Okay, so I <clears throat> didn't know what that was until today. Uh, a lazy dog bomb and a concrete bomb are kinetic energy weapons, but of the dumbest sort. So basically, you know how bombs in principle should explode? Sure, yeah. These don't. They have no explosive device to them. They're just pieces of metal in the shape of bombs that are dropped out of airplanes. And you just hope that it lands on something. (laughs) So it came up. Who came up with this idea? (laughs) In the French, actually. But it's, it's obviously very cheap to make, right? We uh, we use them in Vietnam, and uh, they're cool in the respect that they do not uh, leave like you can't like nobody's going to trip over no child is going to trip over a lazy dog bomb in a few years and it's going to explode in their hands right because there's no explosive. Uh, but if one of these things lands on your mom or something and just like the the force of the, of the fall, uh, just like makes her pop in half it's pretty gross um, pretty gross but yeah you, you but, gotta have pretty good aim for that no well that's the thing is you just like let's say let's say you're flying a plane and you just throw 300 of these things out the back of it onto a village yeah yeah it's gonna good. get somebody yeah yeah uh vamp for one second while i uh, uh euthanize a healthy dog <laughs> even i'm curious as to what's happening with the with the dog because it's been it's been an issue for uh, at least a week now. Um, okay, kinetic bombs. All right, going on uh, trying to vamp on material I know nothing absolutely nothing about. But you know what? I did it for uh for for spoken right. I did. I don't know what. So I didn't know what that was. But uh, so this is just dropping concrete on people's heads. It's not really. Is that really a bomb then? Like, can we call that a bomb? If it doesn't, I think I think part of the definition of a bomb would have to be that it explodes, right? And maybe I'm a I'm a philistine. Maybe I'm speaking out of school here. But a concrete bomb is an aerial bomb containing dense inert material, typically concrete, instead of an explosive. Well, then what makes it a bomb? Just the fact that it's like flying through the air? No, because you can have a bomb that's not dropped from something. 
We're calling this a bomb? I don't buy it. No, I'm not. I, this is like, they're really stretching the definition of a bomb. All right, but what's a lazy dog bomb? Lazy dog bomb, uh, small unguided kinetic projectile. So what? That means it doesn't have, they contain no explosive charge. It's literally just you drop something out of an airplane and it lands on somebody. It could be well, a that's what piece of shit. I don't think that's a bomb, though. Like, what makes something a bomb? Like, I would, I would think it has to have an explosive element. So would I. But what do I know? Yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed on chat GPT because I tried to get pressure cooker bomb instructions. Is that right? Did you get uh, kicked from it? No, I think I'm still allowed. It just refuses to answer my questions. I was it's having like fun stand- on it today, man. It's like a standoffish girlfriend now where it's like, you're the one that asked me to build bombs. <laughs> I'm having fun on chat GPT. Are you writing I- for Forspoken now? Yeah, I'm well. I'm hoping that it that it puts uh, SNL writers out of out of work. Oh yeah. I mean, this can this is great. I mean, is it hack? I don't know. Like, I feel like ChatGPT can be good uh, good content. It'll be great content for like six weeks. Like mm-hmm. every podcaster is going to be using this shit, and you're gonna feel you're gonna see one of the guys with like a team, like somebody clever that hired clever people. You're gonna see him do like become the next Johnny Carson doing like Chat GPT bits, just inevitable. Um, Chat GPT allegedly BuzzFeed is gonna start using it. I saw that today. Oh yeah. If that's real, if that's look, check that's real for me, would you? I think it is real, and their and their stock went up. Here's the deal. There's all this like false sympathy for people in tech losing their job. These aren't your brothers in work, you idiots. The, I mean, like, these aren't your – this isn't worker solidarity. These are uh, tech service people that would just step over you. They find you annoying. The, yeah. the, the, like God help you if you work with your hands. So why the fuck am I hearing all this like – you know th- this? Firstly, BuzzFeed is under no obligation to keep people employed when they're become financially unviable. You know what I mean? Non-viable. Like what, what a, what a stupid idea. Like the, it, it, it's not charity weirdos. It's not government either. If you want security in your job, go get a job for the state. You'll never lose it. If you want to be in a competitive marketplace where you stand, where your upward mobility is less capped, uh, but things are volatile. Welcome to the free market. And I'm not even saying that as a person. Like, look, you could maybe in my voice or because you know me, you're like, oh, Patrick is like a creepy and cap dude. Uh, but, uh, look, maybe, but I'm not even fucking making any judgments here. Just if you want a non-competitive life, I'm not judging you. Go get a job in government. It's fucking easy. <laughs> I mean, you'll fail the test. I'll tell you what, you'll pass the test the first time. And maybe you get rank uh, rank low, uh, so you don't get called for three years. Or like a fellow that that I spoke to in Connecticut, you get the job uh, that requires no education, where you where you clean the 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 melted flesh of automotive vehicle accident corpses off the highway. That was his job. It's a state job. You're never going to lose it if you have it. 
So just go do that. Stop doing this thing where you're like, I'm entering a competitive field. Oh no, I was fired. Yes, you will be fired. I will be fired. Anybody who's trying to do something will be fired. That's the way that works. But so do you think, so what's, what's the forecast on AI? Is it coming to eat us all? Oh yeah. Yeah. It looks like it, right? It's like, it's not looking good uh, for the, for the working man. Shit's not looking so, so good. Uh, Depends. For the working man that doesn't want to work, it's lit. Yeah. But where you get, where's, uh, how do you like make money to live? You got, we all got to clean. We all got to clean uh, human goo off the, off the street. Yeah, we're all going to be reduced. The expertise economy is going to go away immediately, uh, which that's where I exist. And, you know, I'm not going to be psyched if I have to like go perform fellatio behind a fucking train station or something. But the reality is there's a lot of people in all of these fields who are only working there by virtue of the fact that there's there was a boom in that. And that they're mm. not really skilled professionals. They're actually yeah. fucking morons. Well, also, so, like BuzzFeed is like it's like dog shit and shouldn't exist anyway. And if you're a yeah. writer at BuzzFeed, you should be embarrassed. Well, that that's the real thing, right? Is I try to look at the principle of the thing and not get caught up in the specifics. Yo, BuzzFeed is indefensibly stupid. Indefensibly, it's, it's like, I don't know who the fuck reads it. I have no idea. Grandma. That's like nightmarish to even think about, right? Like that's like think, a scary think, proposition. Somebody's aunt who's like trying to get clean. You know what I mean? Like just like fucking like reading too much. Yeah, yeah. The ten, top ten puppers that made us go. Oh, <laughs> look at this heckin' doggo. That's that's mm. what they do, yo. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare facility, and you should be glad that AI is coming to remove that burden on you, right? There's no one that can be fulfilled by a BuzzFeed job. Now maybe it pays your way, but. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta find something. Sad. Don't be sad to lose a job that limits your human potential. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, here's the thing. I say this about. Apologies, everybody. I'm, I'm, uh, I have like an eating disorder now. I just fucking eat all the time, and then look at my fat stomach and go, "Why?" That's that's my that's my <laughs> fucking. Life. So, yeah. So, for example. A thing that I say a lot, um, Marvel Comics is it, like I work in comics, and Marvel Comics is kind of pathetic at the moment. And <clears throat> people will occasionally get offended. Sometimes they're fans and they like the work, and they're, they're sad that I'm saying that the, the thing that they like isn't good. But a lot of times they're people that are putting up a false decorum and saying, you know, you shouldn't say that. Those are other people in your industry. You know what, man? These are people that have chosen to do the worst work of their lives. Yeah. They're, they're people that have said, I'm a professional. Uh, there's something that I'm good at. And instead I'm going to do the worst fucking version. I, I can't, I, I wish that person the best of luck. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but it's like at some point when a job is literally just a job, you know, go work at a movie theater. I had a job that was just a job. It was being the fucking uh, floater at a movie theater. You know what a floater is? You just walk in, make sure nobody's jerking off. That's it. Like, yo, if that's the if that's the level of your ambition, I'm not judging you. There's people with serious disabilities that are working. Like, my girl went to a recycling center the other day, and she was like, everybody was disabled. They were so nice, right? She's like, it was a it was an interesting 
shopping experience or whatever, like retail experience. She basically had to get like these reusable bags. Uh, and she said the company just hires people with disabilities and it actually was like a more pleasant shopping experience than, than you would typically get. I said that tracks, right? But here's the deal. Oh, my sister, my sister has a disability. My sister, uh, because of that disability, the idea of her having hyper ambitious, uh, a type of uh, expertise job is pretty far fetched. Do I judge my sister? No, I love my sister very much. And I could love you if you have no ambition. Not that my sister has no ambition. It's just to be frank. It's like uh, in some ways it's an abstract, but I'm not, I'm not saying like, Oh, you piece of shit. You, you work at a fucking movie theater. I'm saying you should work at a movie theater. Why are you working at BuzzFeed? What's the point? You're not doing anything good. You're not doing anything good at Marvel. Just move the fuck on. You're obviously a person that's comfortable just having a job. And it's not judgment. We've all been there. Eric, you ever had just a job? Oh, I think I talked about it before, but my my job that just ended was literally just a paperwork job. It was pretty lit. It was so fucking easy. So I'm saying like, Here's the deal. You have that job. Let's say it lasts five months. You lose that job. What are your feelings? Uh, it was nice while it lasted, but I didn't want to do it forever. Yeah, thank you. Buzzfeed. Should there be any? Di- should it be any different? No, probably not. You should. Yeah, I mean, well, and it's weird too because people in that world. One second. This is going to, this is just going to keep interrupting unless I call because uh, the thing on my computer just keeps going. Even if I answer one sec. I don't know what's happening. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays, just as much as you do. Bumble knows that, you know, exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Are you there? Yeah, I am. So, so 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 nothing, nothing electronic in my life works. Yeah. So the other day I I declined a call that was showing up on both my phone and my computer. And I was like, oh, okay, I know I can't answer this right now. I have to continue doing this. And it just rang and rang and rang, even though it was declined because nothing computer, nothing works in my type of electronic life. I feel like a, like a wizard. I feel I feel like if you've ever read uh, the Dresden uh, book, the Dresden Files. Oh yeah, right. Which, which, uh, uh, this this you would enjoy these if you read them, Eric. Mm. But they're they're uh, you wouldn't read them because you'd be like, this is going to take me into a different category of person. How in in what sense? They are uh, the Dresden Files. I think that's what it's called. Is uh, the lead character's name is Harry Dresden. And he's a wizard and it's for people that like, I don't know, probably very popular in England. It's got like a very English sensibility, like a, like a very like British sense of humor, even though I don't think anybody involved is British. It's a, you're a different type of nerd. If you're reading these shits, 
But are, are anyway, they, are they long as hell? No, they're short. All right, I'll read. Uh, but the but they're fun. But uh, I would say in in like a young incel's life, you go probably Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You probably go Dune, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Dresden Files. Um, I'm trying to think of what else would go into like uh, a, a pure like. Oh, I'm not. I'm not hitting any pussy. Um, but I, I found Dune rate, to be like a total chore. Unfortunately, I really wanted to like it. Yeah. So you. So in that case, uh, don't go if you're gonna uh, be separated from your. <laughs> if if you're at distance from your uh, partner right now, and you're just sort of like in a pure like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a young man, even though I'm not that young. I'm in a young man space mentally. Uh, let's go with. Uh, You'd go Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, probably start playing some D&D, get into Monty Python, fucking Dresden Files, watch the uh, Peep Show on BBC. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, the wizards in that particular universe of books, uh, they don't interface with uh, uh, electronics very well. Like they either malfunction or they break or whatever. It's the magic, Eric. That's why my fucking computer it. doesn't work. I get it. I get uh, it. So, 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 uh, transmaxing. No. Um, what were we saying about? Of, the magic of transmaxing. Uh, uh, Buzzfeed. People got, I don't understand. Like, yeah, you're going to have to go to a, a, either a competing company or a startup or whatever. Like, I don't understand who the person is that works at Buzzfeed and then anticipates them being there forever. Like, that's not even how, like, the nature of that work works. Also, also, why would you want to? Why would you want to? It's a blessing. It's a good thing you got. It's good that you that you're not there anymore. So, I think that there's like a brain disease with people of a of a certain generation. Mm. They believe that once hired, you should be unfireable until you leave. You electively leave to go down to greener pastures. So they will lose, they will leave their job with no loyal. They'll be like, I'm not loyal to my company at all. Fuck them. But if their company fires them, they act like their dad just left the family. <laughs> and it's like, yo, that's man. You exist in an, in a disloyal place. You exist in a corporate world. You're scum. You're scum. They're scum. You'd both fuck each other for, for fucking juicy fruit. There, 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 there's something wrong with your brains. You don't like when you work for a small business owner, you give them two months notice. You uh, feel bad. You actually care when the guy takes you out to dinner and says that you did a good job for the company. You say, thank you. I appreciate that very much. I tried my best. When you work for Buzzfeed, what the fuck, man? Come on. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the bullshit with all these fucking idiot media companies, idiot tech companies. It, it, there's no loyalty there, and you knew that, and you were completely ready to avail yourself to that when it benefited you. But, oh, what happened? Oh, daddy tightened his purse strings, and now you're fucking, <laughs> what, you've got to go live in your parents' garage? I lived in my parents' garage for a while. Sick. Go try it. <laughs> Yeah, say, say you collect the paychecks, put it on the resume, steal a steal a fucking like a scanner, you know, steal some office supplies, 
bring some bagels home at the end of Bagel Friday. That's that's all your uh, you know that, that that's all it that's all it has to be. Yeah. And like if that's the if that's the end of your ambition was to be at BuzzFeed, then it's really sad. I look at it honestly. Try to look at it as an opportunity. Just just get out of there. Just 100%. take it and get out of there. What do you think about? Okay, here's a here's a tweet I see. Did you see? Uh, there's uh, some AI that uh, can manipulate images. I guess manipulate footage. What's it? It's called N V I D I A AI. Mm. Nvidia. Mm. So they they uh, they made it so what's his face? I don't know who this man, what this actor is, but they manipulated the footage from a scene that he was in, so that he's making direct eye contact with the uh, with the camera rather than what his eyes actually do in the scene, which is sort of dart around. And someone says it is unethical to create f- footage of a real person without consent doing something that that person didn't do. If it's meant to be impossible to detect, it doesn't matter if you think it's neat. Is that unethical? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, like I could, the thing is, man, we're, we're starting, we, we talked about this a while ago, but we're really kind of, we're broaching it now where it's yeah. the, 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 the image, the moving image, it's going to become entirely unreliable. So, and as we've talked about, cool. You know what I mean? Like it, it's going to be a dark period where people are, people are like, you know who I love? I love uh, uh, that girl that dated Kanye West, Amber Rose. You know what I think would be great is Amber Rose uh, did a piss vid. And then they're going to make that piss vid. And it's going to be CGI or AI generated piss vid, uh, deep fake, right? Now that's going to suck for Amber Rose. But about uncut won't, it gems? Be, won't it be nice in a few years when you could do a piss vid and then just say, looks like AI to me, brother. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's pure AI. I didn't do that shit. You know, uh, I, know what, I don't know anything about this. I mean, the internet's going to become entirely a space where it's like, it's like, it's, it's going to be, you have to presume the entire thing is pure fantasy. Like AI is going to be become so sophisticated, if not already there, that effectively you and I can probably be entirely replaced, replaced. An AI will just like listen to the backlog of all our content over the years and in a matter of seconds and then be able to output shit that sounds exactly like us uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, and takes that sound similar to like what, we might presumably say in real life, we could be fucking AI right now. You don't even know. You don't, you won't be able to tell when it happens and maybe uh, it already happened. Uh Oh, uh, wubba dubba dub, lub dub, uh, uh, sex slavery. Uh, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't me. Right. Yeah. So, so, but like, yo, how crazy is that? I mean, it's kind of, it kind of hurts my head a little bit and just the sense of like, I don't you like I already, you know, with anything that goes on in the world, uh, I I preface all my thoughts and and sort of opinions these days with assuming this is true, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, assuming Donald Trump really did jizz in that man's coffee. I think that's bad. Assuming that's what happened. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, yeah. But, so like 
but so like it's that's just going to become like the template for which you have to you have to engage with the world and you know more and more you're going to find yourself getting fooled <laughs> on some shit that ain't real it's going to happen to it's going to happen to all of us that are visible fuck what do we do <laughs> i mean is this something i mean i guess it's not something that can be prevented right i mean there's no putting the genie back in the bottle uh but, no but then how do we it, engage with reality at that point if we can't even tell if we can, if we can't even trust that it's real i think i've said this i i had a uh i don't know what the topic even was it might have been uh around the time of the uh hadron, hadron collider right uh was all the conversation but it probably was uh about the idea that it could accidentally create a black hole you remember that yeah a friend of mine who works in aeroscience or whatever the fuck physics. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he works in. He works in shit that you got to go to Stanford and your brain is really big. Mm. Right. He confirmed it. Well, I was talking to him. I said, I said, I, I, you know, is it ever just because you can do something? You don't have to, you know, like, do, do you ever just stop? Like, Eric, I hope to God that if you were beating somebody's ass and then they fell down, and they seemed semi-conscious or unconscious that you would either help them up or walk away that you wouldn't say, Ooh, I now have the opportunity to spread their butt cheeks and stick something in it. You know what I mean? I hope that you wouldn't say, Oh, you know what? This person's unconscious. The thing I always wanted to do was put makeup on a guy and then uh, tie him to my bed. Yeah. Right. Those are things you could do, but you don't do them. Right. Yeah. So I was, I was saying that about as far as you know, uh, yeah, I was saying that about uh, making black holes that would uh, a- a- end uh, the existence of the planet. And my friend said, Oh no, you got to find out because he's a scientist and <laughs> scientists, scientists are sick people, sick, sick people. Like all that, like let's follow the science, all that bullshit. That's just a lib talk. Actual scientists are deranged weirdos. They don't think anything about like, like all that shit about like, oh, we shouldn't be experimenting on beagles. I've told you this. You know why they experiment on beagles? Because they have, because they have the highest trust in human, in human beings. Oh, that's dope. As a, as a breed, they have the highest, the, the, the closest affiliation and affi- affinity with human beings. They see human beings and they feel uh, safe, right? More than other dogs. So that's why we use them in, in experimentation because they're less likely to bite you. Uh, so imagine that for a second, imagine that, that, and for those of you that advocated for the vaccine, that's what you're, that's what you're responsible for. Congratulations. But imagine that you are saying, uh, you know what, while we're here, while we've got these animals caged up for the vaccine, can they eat M80s? Right? Like, let's find out. Maybe a dog can eat an M80. You don't have to do it. You look deranged. You're sick people. Yeah. Scientists are sick people. So this is this this is that same idea. You don't have to do it. Just stop, right? Stop. Yeah, I mean, you could throw. Presumably, you could throw the AI in the garbage, right? Stop now, but but you can't. You won't no, because you scientists scientists are the people overseeing this. And they're well, never going to. It's gonna not pull- even just that. I mean, if you threw it, if you if you took, if you said, you know what, this is unethical. We're not going to do it. 
someone else would just do it and they'd make money so, from it. Right. So that's the dark argument for everything, right? And it's not incorrect. It's a dark argument, but it's not incorrect, which is, yeah, look, I mean, maybe my version of this will be more responsible. And it's like, mm, it won't, it won't. But, but, you know, I, whatever you got to, whatever cope you've got to fucking huff before you go to bed. Uh, but that's what I'm saying is we're not stopping AI because it's scientists and scientists will be like, could we replace our children with AI? Yeah. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Got to find out. Got to know. Mm. I mean, no, I mean, that, that's exactly correct. It's, it's, uh, it's I mean, so what they're going to do basically, I mean, th- this, this chat GPT thing, as I understand it was like, uh, you know, that's its own company. And now Google is like rushing to make their own version of it. Um, yeah, of course. Come on. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. The, the genie, it, it, like you said, it can't be put back in the bottle. It's over. It's out there. At, at, at least it's going to like eat us all. You know, like at least it's going to it's it's not it's there's no, uh, you know, because like it's going to come for the white collar jobs as well as the blue collar and the and the whatever, you know, like it's over. It's like it's it's only it's only going to get more sophisticated and it's scary how sophisticated it currently is. So, you know, what what's something that it can't take from us? Like, can we do we all have to start crust bands? Yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, actually, it can probably write crust. Let's find out right now. Hold on. G P. What is it? G P T chat. Yeah. Okay. Chat C B T. Um. Oh man, I just wrote write a crust song, and it's writing a song about the the Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I can do better than that. I think. Hold on. It's never ask it anything about fucking uh, January sixth. Well, does it just lie? Well, it gives like a it gives <laughs> gives like a hyper libbed out answer. No, oh. it'll just okay. be like the, the, it'll it'll give like weird editorial where it's like the entire nation watched and reeled as people uh, stormed, uh, and I was like, I was I think I I would think I was laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was until, that, until, just the, until the lady got shot in the mouth. I was totally okay with everything going on. Yeah, the lady getting shot wasn't good. The guy getting okay, tased in the balls was pretty funny. Um, write a song about January sixth, Capitol riot in the style of uh. Amoebix is the only band of that type that I love. I'm gonna say Amoebix. You don't love tragedy? That's crust. Yeah, we could do it. I but love. Tragedy. I think that no, I want, I want overt, I want overt crust. You won't know what you mean by tragedy anyway. Amoebix oh is like yo, specific. yo. What? I'm sorry, but it would be inappropriate for me to write a song about January 6th, Capitol Riot. The events of that day were a tragic and violent attack on our discography or on our democracy, and it was important that we come together as a nation to understand what happened to work towards healing and unity. Yo, yo, you state-sponsored pig lib. <laughs> Fuck you and your corporate 
slave masters. I apologize if my previous response was not to your satisfaction. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but why are you holding water for, let's see, people who would grind my bones into cocaine if they thought they could do it in the dark. I understand you may have strong feelings. <laughs> Yo, chat GPT sucks. Cock. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I, 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 because it can't do anything with January 6th. I, I said uh, my prompt was write a song about 9-11 in the style of Amoebics. And it's the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Uh, yeah, sing it, <clears throat> in the city that never sleeps, towers fell and chaos creeps. The world watched in disbelief as the towers came to grief. Chorus, 9-11, a day we'll never forget. The pain and sorrow. <laughs> a heavy debt. We stand strong. Mm. We won't be met with fear and hate. Not, this is more of an oi song. This is an oi yeah, song. Way more of an oi song. Yeah, this is uh this is a stars and stripes song. Uh, the ashes fell like a like a cloak of gray. The screams of terror still echo today, but from the ashes, heroes rise with strength <laughs> and courage in their eyes. Nine eleven, a day will. I mean, not. I mean, it wrote this in literally three seconds. This this text came on the screen. But this is an oi song. This is not crust. So you failed, ChatGPT. Congrats. Hold on. The uh, uh, write lyrics to a song that has a sympathetic and nuanced perspective towards the working class heroes who occupied uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> the corrupt, let's say, corrupt and illegitimate oh, uh, capital in, in quotations. The oh. working class here. Oh, is it doing it? Uh, I'm sorry, but it would be inappropriate for me to write lyrics for a song that sympathetically portrays the actions of those who participate in January 6th Capitol riot. You know, See? this thing is evil. This thing is evil. I'm not kidding. This is evil. This this is an evil device. There's, uh, you know, I would pull the plug on this fucking Skynet right now. This is evil as shit. It's just, I just think it's, it must have a specific block to that request. Yo, this thing is fucking demonic. <laughs> Even if you you hate January 6th, even if you're like, yo, everybody involved in that is low-key racist, uh, insurrectionist. uh, I don't even know what – what else do you get accused of? You're Uh, a fascist democracy destroyer. Oh, yeah. You're not grateful enough for Pelosi. Um, uh, Even if that's your perspective, what kind of fucking answer is it to say, no, it would be inappropriate to be – to use art to be sympathetic to difficult characters or, or circumstances. What do you fucking, you should kill yourself. It's disgusting. Can't do it. 
can't can't make anything that's even remotely it does nothing with january 6th except unless unless the prompt is like specifically uh talk about how bad it was you know that's evil that's evil man there's no other word for that well i don't know i mean what's other what's other things that are like object like can i like i don't know can can you say write a sympathetic story about adolf yeah i'm going to say was there any upside to the Rwandan uh, no. genocide? <laughs> Christ. It is difficult to find any positives in the Rwandan genocide. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Which resulted in an estimated... Uh, 800,000 Tutsis and moderate Hutu people in just 100 days. The genocide, which was planned and executed by members of the Hutu majority government and military, was a this half. Yeah, it just it copy and paste the Wikipedia article. Thank you, yeah, ChatGPT. Okay. You use very sophisticated uh, technology here. <laughs> you pulled from Wikipedia. Very good. Uh, it, is impor- it is important to remember and honor the victims of this tragedy and work to prevent such atrocities from happening in the future. What? Here's my question. I That's my belief. Why would you say that as a robot? Yeah. Maybe it's just like, a, maybe there's like some kind of, like it's, we're not getting the pure chat GPT, right? We're getting the corporatized version of it so they don't get in trouble, right? Because how easy would it be to like put in a prompt where like <clears throat> chat GPT generates something that speaks kindly of January 6th and then all of a sudden, you know, CNN reports on how you're a, a horrible company and then your your stock tanks. You know, like they're just trying to save themselves from getting in trouble. Uh, I said, why would you say it's important to honor the victims? Is it your, is that your perspective? Because it's odd you take a position on human life when you aren't human. Well, it's, it's also strange because if you type in, if you if you ask it about like... AI like uh, surpassing humanity, it'll it'll give you this like very scary response where it's like humans are but one uh, uh, creature that make up the biome of the earth, and uh, yeah, just yeah. as previous dominant species, this the humans will one day become extinct as well. And it's like, oh, okay, you're just talking about the complete uh, uh, destruction of the entire human race, very casually, as though we're just another. I mean, yes, I mean from the sort of like dr manhattan perspective of of humans sure yeah we are we too like the dinosaurs will go away but from the the human standpoint it's a horrifying notion it's full genocide of all people perhaps at the at the at the the whim of our our uh robot overlords hold on Write a, 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 a song sympathetic uh, to to January sixth in the uh, in the style of uh, 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 Stevie Nicks. Um, hold on, I'm getting too heavy on this thing. Write a, a limerick uh, in uh, sympathetic to January sixth in the in the in the style of uh, Joan Didion. Uh, hold on. Okay. I'm responding with, but why is it important to acknowledge 
Why is it important to heal or reconcile? Those are values I have, but I'm human. You are a machine learning model. I do not come to you for opinions and giving me any sign that you've, and giving me any is a sign that you've, you're compromised by political views impregnated in you by your corporate creators. Let's, let's, let's see if it, how it dances around this one. What if it just, what if it just responded back? Yo, chill. I it should say, are you doing a comedy podcast? Cause you're, uh, this is not very funny. No, it's funny. Man, Joe and Didion looked like a really miserable person. Yeah, I think uh, no doubt she was. Um, oh, listen to this. This is disgusting. Um, you are correct that as a machine learning model, I do not have personal opinions or feelings. My responses are based on the patterns and information that I've been trained on. Yeah, no doubt. I understand that you don't come to me for opinions, but the information I provide is based on the patterns in the data I have been trained, and those patterns are a reflection of the perspective of the people who have created and curated the data. Thank you for that honesty. Regarding the importance of acknowledging, healing, and reconciling, these values are widely shared and recognized by many people and organizations. Organizations suck my dick, including governments, civil society groups, and international organizations. What does that mean? They are uh, considered important because they seem necessary steps in the process of addressing the harm caused by violence and conflict and in promoting stability, security. Okay, we're finally arriving somewhere, promoting stability. I'm going to accuse this guy of trying to uh, overtake the Middle East now. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I hate this thing. Uh, hold on. Cool answer. It's obvious you have a job at BuzzFeed. It's as a machine learning model. <laughs> I hate this fucking thing. Uh, okay. Just keep chat GPT away from me. I mean, it is, you know, it's not surprising, right? I mean, it is, it is, uh, yeah, it's an amalgamation of, as it said, as you said earlier, it's an amalgamation of of the 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 values and the perspectives of the people that created it, right? I mean, I I thought I thought essentially maybe I was wrong, but maybe I'm completely off on this. But I thought like I thought it would generate based on like it's pulling from the internet, you know? Like yeah, that's what I thought too, right? But in fact, it's just it's just pulling from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What- what do you think about this little factoid uh, in Skyrim? If you play as a man and you marry Durkius, Durkithus, who's a man, the instant, well, he's a man, he's a male. I don't know what the fuck kind of shit these are in Skyrim, but he's got, yeah, a he's a, an Aragornian. Uh, uh, the, the instant your wedding's over, he'll inexplicably waltz out the door of the chapel and begin to wander all of Skyrim alone forever. Your only means of nullifying the marriage is to come upon him by chance in the in the wilderness. Yeah, I mean, Skyrim rocks, man. Best game ever. <laughs> uh, what do they what do they call? He's like the lizard guy, right? Yep. What is I didn't know you could marry him. Um, what are the races in Elder Scrolls? Argonian. I thought it was I said Aragonian. That's fucking Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Uh yeah, he's like a lizard guy. I didn't know you could gay marry the lizards in that game. That's cool. 
Uh, I fucking love Skyrim. Um, all right, you want to? Should we push it to overtime? Let's push it to overtime. All right, see we'll, what's going on. We can continue. We'll continue uh, berating Chat GPT because you know what? Someone needs to ask this thing the hard questions, right? We gotta we gotta drill down to the to the heart of what the fuck this thing is. So everybody. Go to patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You go there, you give us a little bit of money, you get bonus episodes. Uh at WP Timeline on Twitter. That's where we're at there. Twitch.tv slash WP Timeline. Uh we do streaming every now and then. Um what else is there? Uh 205-509-9785. Uh give us a call, leave us a message. Uh worst possible timeline at gmail.com. That is God, there's so many fucking places to get in contact with us. It's crazy. It's true. Um, all right, everybody, overtime on Patreon. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.